0: james harden james harden james harden is back back in the news getting people in philly upset we'll talk about that more next on locked on 76ers you are locked on
1: 76ers your daily philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: for making Locked On 76 your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every, every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com Locked on NBA and use code all lowercase now, locked on NBA for a first deposit matchup to $100. I'm Keith Pompey, the co host of Locked On 76ers with my man John Mitchell, legend. Derry John Mitchell. I'm not calling him James Mitchell today, right? We're here with John Mitchell. You know my man John has a, a slew of basketball knowledge. He probably forgot more things that I know.
1: Don't so even do that.
0: <laughs> uh, you do, bro. You did, bro. You did. But here's the deal, y'all. John, I got a, something to say. So I'm literally in Nick Nurse's press conference, <laughs> pregame press conference. Mm-hmm. And I got my mind set on what I'ma write. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my editor sends me a text and says, James is about to speak. Right? Hard. And you know, listen to it. And maybe we may want you to write something off of it. So I'm like, okay. And then this funny part is the link that I had really wasn't like it was hard to get this stuff. It was crazy. I was on the phone, whatever. Well, Twitter was blowing up Mm -hmm. over what he said, right? And then I listened to the audio, and in a way, I think that people took some snippets out of it, Mm -hmm. and they didn't like they did. You know, they just took like three things he said or three words he say and blow it up, and they didn't like take the whole thing. But the one thing that I disagree with him about is. When he like he basically said he didn't have freedom. Now, I get that what he's saying, but when you say you want freedom, you 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 people assume you're saying you want freedom to shoot the ball. Right. Outside of that, you have freedom to make your decisions. Now, everybody knows what Doc Rivers said was, and I shouldn't say everybody, but most people in the Philadelphia area who follow the team knows that Doc said is not a democracy. Mm-hmm. Your job is you get Joel the ball and then you then you like and if Joel doesn't have it, you take it. Then after that you decide. So basically, to me personally, if I'm a ball handling point guard, ball dominant point guard, mm-hmm. that's the best situation to be in. So yeah. when he says this, you kind of like scratch your head a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, when he, um, I think that
1: Harden used a he used a bad choice of words uh, when he said that I'm not part of the system. I am the system. <laughs> yeah. um, once upon a time, James was the system. Uh, that time is coming, gone. But uh, yeah, I, I think that he was um, getting his last shots at the organization, getting his last shots. Uh, at you know, at Doc as he went out the door, and mm-hmm. quite honestly, it's it's like you know, you know, James Harden is uh, if if you were part of that system that fell one twelve to eighty eight in Game Seven against Boston, you were the guy who went three for eleven for nine points with five turnovers, Mister System, Mister System. You had more turnovers in that game than you had field goal attempts mr system mr system you went one for five on three pointers mr system and you committed more turnovers and you made field goals like i already said so I, I think he was salty you know originally he began by saying he just could no longer play for daryl moore so you, you, your wishes were granted daryl moore got you to los angeles um you should be grateful at some point you know and, and at some point, James Harden just showed some accountability. James Harden would have, should have just said, look, it didn't work out for me in Philadelphia the way I wanted it to work out. Because uh, let's remember, let's, you know, he said I, he, he, he told Philly I wanted to retire in Philadelphia, which we all know was a bold-faced lie. You know, <laughs> we, we knew that was a bold-faced lie. <laughs> you know, it, it was just, it's just, you know, you huddle up with your agent and say, hey, we need some good PR here. We love Philadelphia you know but really he loves LA as the song goes so i i thought it was um i you know i it's, it's, i think Harden should have just been more forward looking and say hey i'm here with uh Kawhi i'm here with Paul George and you know we're going to try and win a championship for the Los Angeles Clippers and, and just leave it there you know um but you know he, he had to go back into the dirt and you know and, and there was no there's no accountability with Harden and i guess that's what happens when you play for four different teams in three years, I guess it is now, you know, almost three years.
0: Yeah, like about that, let's say he played uh, about four, it's about four years because Mm -hmm. when you think about it, he was with, well, nah. it's actually, it's it's five years about that. But, but yeah, I get you, I get what you're saying now. Like I get what you're saying because he was, well, I mean, it's weird because he was in, he was in uh, Brooklyn for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. He was in Philly for a year and a half, so that's three, and then uh, Houston. That's four. That's five. Five years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Five years. No, nah, four years. Four years. Four, yeah, years. four years. Because yeah. the way is the way is uh, set up. Yeah, that's kind of bad. You know what? The thing that got me is it was kind of sort of like. I mean, I do think that some of the stuff he said, like people just took the words he said and ran with it. Now what he did is now maybe it was him, maybe it was just being smart. Maybe he was like, Let me throw this out there, Mm -hmm. then keep talking so everybody can use the whole quote. But these three words is what I really meant. You know what I mean? Right. Now when they asked him to clarify, and he says, Well, you know, just being a playmaker, not shooting. The thing that I don't really understand is is when you think of it, James Harden had a phenomenal season last Mm -hmm. year. In the regular, regular season, now I guess he was. There's some things saying he was upset that he didn't make the All Star game. Well, the reason why he didn't make the All Star game, in point, was he was missing too many games. He missed yeah. Them, yeah. right, and you can't really justify that when you got other young boys who balling out right. there balling, right. and this guy is like missing games, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna say it now. From what the report was and all that. They asked him about being an alternate. He mm-hmm. took too long to get back to him. Right. Right. So, you know, so then you hear that he was upset because he didn't make it. But at the same time, like, was that, that might've been his fault for not get, reaching back out to people. So, right. but my thing is like, I think he lost a lot of money last year when he came out and the report came out with Chris Haynes and said, James said he wants basketball freedom. Now, when he said that, to me, basketball freedom means I wanted jack. I want to jack, right? Yeah. So yesterday, yeah. I feel like he was trying to um, clarify. But at the same time, I felt like he did have basketball freedom. I mean, you know, but he – because let's face it, his job was fee- feed Joel the ball, and then if something else, you take a shot. Mm-hmm. But then also he was giving it to Maxie. Everybody else was just standing around. Right. Straight two-man game. Right. You know what I mean? And and Joel Embiid is the MVP. So right. you got to take second fiddle to him. My big concern now is what's that going to look like when you go, go to the Clippers? Because, see, the Clippers right now, you got Russ, who's – I think Russ is figuring it out. He realizes he's no longer that same guy. But if we want to go through pecking order, the pecking order right now is Kawhi PG. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. James, like, where are you going to fit in that? And, and if you know, if as talented as Kawhi
1: is, you know, he does like to have more, he likes to be out pounding the ball and getting to the basket.
0: Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah, yep. he wants to create, he creates his own shot. Yep. yep. You're right. Yeah, yep. so you're right.
1: It's going to be interesting to see how he fits in out there. You know, um, it, it looks okay on paper. But, I mean, number one, you, you, the question about the, the health of the, the two lead guys is always a concern. And, you know, and like you said, James missed a whole lot of games last year. Like I, you know, I, I refer to that situation right now as the uh load management olympics man it's gonna be interesting to see which one of those guys can stay on the court the most uh and who's taking nights off because that's just been you know because of those guys are advancing in age and their bodies are not what they once were and james has you know never been the, the best conditioned athlete that he could possibly be you know and that dealing with the playing time you know and the availability but also like you said you know both of those guys like that particularly Kawhi man Kawhi go out on that wing and you know go above the perimeter and you you know what that means for James James is going to step off to the side and watch and then he becomes a complete non-factor you know unless he Kawhi will give it back to him and he can hit that three yeah the
0: the grass isn't always greener as they say right you got to be careful what you ask for but look, when we get back, y'all, I want to talk to y'all about last night's game. You know, I mean, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but it's just one of those things right now. When James spoke, you yeah, know, it became the news. And, and that's, you know, people in Philly are going to get tired of it. But when, you know, people, people get tired of it. But the one thing I will say before we do this read is that MB did say, look, look bruh, mm-hmm. you had the ball all the time. You got yep. the ball every time, yep. every single possession. Go let's, talk about, let's talk about prize pick, Mitch, right? I, I like prize pick. And, and the thing is, is like the thing that I like about it is with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the special league. A league created specially for combo um, projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three pointers made plus receptions. I mean, we talked about this last time. I mean, that's crazy, but it's fun, right? Right? You know what I mean, like, yes, yo, brings, like yeah, well, bro, what's bro? analytics what following, huh? It, it brings analytics to betting, man. You know exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And then also here's something else. Like if you want to play alongside some of pick's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Pick community each week. I'm telling you, man, they doing it big over here on Picks, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, look, this is what you got to do, y'all. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit matchup to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit matchup uh, for $100. It's highly encouraged, right, to use this, to do this. Go here. I'm telling you, you're going to love it, people. You're definitely going to love it. Now, Mitch, the game last night, you know, the Sixers won 114 to to 99. Mm -hmm. And we keep talking about how Tyrese Maxey is going to benefit the most, or we were. Mm -hmm. I want to take that back. I think Tyrese Maxey is going to ball and he's ascending, Mm -hmm. but What I mean by benefiting the most with James Harden's departure, the person I feel that way is Tobias Harris. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tobias Harris is averaging 20.5 points through four games. You know, last night, Tobias Harris had 23 points. I mean, the guy is balling. He was like their leader in in the first half. I believe, you know, in the first half, what, he scored 14 of his points on uh on six, six for seven, seven shooting six like seven. he was he was balling he yeah was balling, man
1: yeah I, I, I still think that um you know they have added by subtracting uh and and, and i still think that maxie's because i think maxie's really gonna have some games I, I think you're gonna see some 40 point games out of maxie um but there's there's no question uh that that four games in the guy who is really who, who looks like a different person is Tobias you know Tobias is a, you know he Tobias is attacking the rim now you know we hardly ever got a chance to see that in his game last year uh it was go down there and stand in front of the bench after you know after you know if, if you t- touch the ball and, and and find it fit in where you, where you fit it fit in where you fit in um, but yeah, I mean the guy shooting 64% from the field. He's and that three point shot that he was making uh when he was previously with the Clippers looks like it's come back. You know, he's shooting almost 50% from on threes. Now we all know that's not gonna ha- that's not gonna last for the duration of the season. But it, it, it is good to see that he's comfortable in the system early, you know, and, and that you know, we won't be saying well, let's see what happens. You know, you, you got to get to Christmas. You know, you have those benchmarks. You have to get to Christmas to see where a team is, and you have to get to the all-star break to see where that team is. But, uh, yeah, this T- T- Tobias really looks, you know, I mean, he looks, you know, he's got some basketball freedom that he didn't have uh, in the last two seasons, you know, <laughs> so, so it's it's good to see. I'm enjoying seeing because I always thought that he was a guy who, you know, some guys can can just fit in naturally. Tobias, he he seems to be more of an analytic type. He'll he'll stand back and he does more observing when it's just like, dude, just go ahead and and be you. And I I
0: think that's what we're seeing from him now. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, we 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 are we we are definitely seeing that from him um, now. We're we're also seeing him. Um, You know, like you being more relaxed, being more of himself. Because you're right, he does look like that guy. And and it's funny, even with the guys here, like the newcomers. You know, uh Roko isn't a gun, right? Robert yeah. Covington's not a gun. You know, Marcus Morris, Morris. You know, he played with him in Detroit. You know, uh Pat Bev played with him with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, heck. Marcus Morris and him actually kind of played some AAU games together as kids growing okay. up. Okay. So they all know what he can do. They all know that he was, you know, he was a McDonald's All-American night yeah. school when all yeah. the dudes was like All-State, pretty good. So they know what he can do. So I'm, I'm with you. This is a, you know, this is a great opportunity for him. And there's a great opportunity for him to get paid, whether it's here or elsewhere. Let mm-hmm. the Sixers mm-hmm. know, like, yo, oh. it's about a team. It's mm-hmm. not all about. Just bringing in the best mega stars, you know what I mean? Be yeah, a team. yeah, so that's, that's what I, I see from him. He looks good, man. He really does.
1: I tell he you, it, it was also good to see a little Furcon, uh, Furcon Korkmaz sighting
0: last night. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's what I want to talk to you about when we get back, you know, next to talking about Furk because I felt like, you know, Furk is a guy who. It's funny. He's more athletic than what you think he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a guy who he's been through a lot, man. He's been through a lot as, as a Sixer. So we'll talk about FERC when we get right back. But right now, score early in the NFC, NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action. This app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, and more. So visit FanDuel.com and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL Well, Mitch, my man was balling last night. He was coming down there, talking about Furk kind, going underneath the basket, bloop, getting fouled. (laughs) Right? You know, doing all types of stuff. And it's it's funny. Like, I like Furk, man. Like, Furk is the guy that you see him and, um, you know, he comes from overseas, but the brother and swag. I'm talking about swag. And he's a great guy, great guy. The guy that you kind of like root for, right? You know, right? What I mean? right. Been through a lot. And you're kind of happy to see him get this opportunity. You know, like Nick Nurse is a coach that said, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you an opportunity to show what you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, Furkan had 10 points on four for seven shooting. He made one or two threes. Mm-hmm. The brother had three steals, three steals. And it's funny because... They said he couldn't get on the floor last year because he couldn't defend when he wasn't making shots. And he was a plus 16, which was the second best on the team in the game, behind Joel Embiid's plus 22. So Firk right. was balling. Yeah, you know, one thing about Furk is sometimes he
1: looks like an all-or-nothing player. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. it's, it's like sometimes you got him it and it's like, you know, Furk can't miss from 23 feet. You know, but it's 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 good to see that he's just not you know buried on the bench i mean I mean his deal we we you know he can, he is a questionable defender, we do know that, but those three steals last night you know he got his ball got his hands on the balls outside near the perimeter and got out you know for on fast break opportunities there so again, you know I think it kind of circles back to what we were saying from Nick nurse, you know he um it, it, the offense looks completely different. Um, different guys look like they will be contributing. And, you know, again, the one thing that stands out to me is we had another night from Joel where he had seven assists. So uh, I, I think that FERC needed that game. He needed that game. And hopefully he can continue to make, you know, contributions there because, you know, there, there are some times when you, he's on the court and you're like, oh, no, now. You know, he, he's not giving us anything. He's he's not moving his feet on defense. But last night wasn't that night. When they needed that spark, uh, you know, midway through the game, he
0: was one of the main contributors to it. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the main contributors. I think sometimes I'm – is it is it me or do you think, like, Furkan gets a little pigeonholed sometimes um, because he can shoot? Yeah. but But he's more, like, he's more of a playmaker, too. It seems like – Nick Nurse has him out there allowing him to make plays, allowing him to play freely. And by doing that, it seems like he's in a better groove. You know, yeah, you know I what I'm saying? saying? I, Before I he, was, he, was, he was, was in the, the corner. Yeah. Huh?
1: yeah, he had, yeah, he um because he can do more than shoot the 3. Again, a lot of times he's been all or nothing, and that all has a lot of times been the, the you know, the ability to drop that 3. And When it's not falling sometimes it's like, "Oh, get him off the floor." But um we know FERC can play. You know, we know FERC can play. And, and, and a new system where there's more ball movement will probably
0: benefit FERC. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. But, hey, look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening today, right? And um, we want y'all to have a blessed day. Um, again, you know, you need to come here. Our podcast is is five days a week. We have my man, Mr. Mitchell. the you know, not John Mitchell, not James Mitchell. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you with a joke getting old. I'm gonna stop you. That's, that's anyway. too much James but, Hard, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, but um, but uh we want to thank y'all for listening and have a good day. Remember, you could get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at, it's free and available. Free and also, available. You can go to our YouTube channel, um locked on 76ers YouTube, and we suggest that you click on that liberty bell to become a new subscriber. And then once you become a new subscriber, you will also get notifications. But listen, leave comments. Even if you, you know, you know, you don't like my glasses, you don't like the hoodie, you don't like any whatever you do, you don't like me. Just leave a comment, man. Right. You appreciate that. But um, again, make sure you you can get our podcast wherever you can. It's free and available. And um, make sure you uh, click on that Liberty Bell on on the podcast. But, all right. We want y'all to have a blessed weekend, and we'll be back with y'all next week. Have a great one. Peace.